Hi, this is Vernon Kay, and welcome to the England Rugby Podcast with O2 Inside Line, where we take you behind the scenes with exclusive England rugby content. Today, we're joined by the one and only... So we get home, and usually what happens is everyone turns up to the airport, whoever's back home. We get the inside line on England number eight, Billy Vanapola. When we get to Grandma's house, we usually have a massive feed, like it's always a massive feed. And we also have a game of overrated, underrated with England women's Marley Packer. Poppy Cleal gets involved too. Social media, Poppy. Uh, I think it's underrated. I love a bit of Instagram. We know you do. <laughs> Recently, we can't get you off of it. Plus, we have Tamara Taylor's rugby journey. But if I'd got rid of my mobile phone, I hadn't given it to my friend, I wouldn't have got that call. And I probably would have had a letter or a carrier pigeon would have had to have sent me the message because it was so long ago. So here's how I got on when I met up with Binny Vullapola earlier. Billy, it's always a pleasure to sit down and have a chat uh, because you are one of the most laid-back players in camp. Do you do that? Is that a purposeful thing that you do, just being laid-back, or is it just that the way you are? I think it's just the way we've been um, We've been since we, we were kids. Um, you know, it's a lifestyle back home. Uh, and I guess we've just fallen into the same way, uh, even though we've been in um, England our whole life. Um, and for us, timekeeping is a hard thing for us. <laughs> Because um, back home, nothing runs on time. So um, I'm probably too laid back, um, but I'm, try- I'm getting to grips with it. Now, you, you're also known as a big sleeper uh, in camp. Yeah. You know, take a break and a nap wherever. What's the, where is or what is the weirdest situation and where is the weirdest place you've had to sleep? Um, I'll probably say an airport. Um, I slept sitting up on, you know, those chairs that everyone sits on waiting yeah. for their flight. I, w- I remember waking up with my, the sorest neck ever and... Dribble stains on my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I know for a fact that everyone saw me dribbling and no one, like, helped me out. Oh, that's a shocker. <laughs> it's a shocker, but that's probably, like, the most embarrassed I've ever been falling asleep. Right. I was tired. Tell us, tell us about uh, the Vinnie Paula family growing up, you know, because um, you're big guys, you and your brother, uh, Marco, who play international yeah. rugby. But tell us about that, that lifestyle, island lifestyle um, that we know and love you for. I think that... Um, Something that resonates with me a lot with my family is just, there's just a lot of love. Um, you know, when we do things wrong, we get told. Um, and when we do things right, we get told uh, the same thing. You know, there's there's no horsing around. Mum's um, always straight um, down the line with us. And, and the same goes to dad. But they will always support us and have our backs. Um, and I think that's what we're most grateful for um, as, well, me and Michael as brothers, but also the sisters that we have. They're the same, you know, and... Um, they made just as many sacrifices as we have um, to put us in the position that, that we're in now. So it was a, a big family unit growing up. Yeah, you massive. And your sisters. Yeah. Who was the naughtiest and who got into trouble the most? Um, I actually, I don't like to, to, to talk about this, but probably me. Right. Um, I was very um, disruptive in class. I never really understood um, why teachers didn't like to have a laugh in class. <laughs> Um, but I guess, looking back now in hindsight, I can understand. Has that know? transcended into your rugby coach? Oh, yeah. No, the coaches like it. You know, it's a different environment. Right. Um, it's nice to, to kind of break the ice from, you know, from eight scrums in a row um, and have a bit of a laugh. But not when you're trying to learn, you know, algebra or whatever X is. Um, maybe you need a little bit more concentration than you would. And hit them <laughs> all. Um, so I'd probably say me. I remember we used to have... Um, Every night we used to sit down as a family and just talk about what our days were like. And I always remember my dad would be like, oh, Billy, I got another letter from school. <laughs> 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 and I remember uh, that it got to a point where 
they sent so many letters that they just started calling my mum because they said that, you know how we all went towards the recycling hype? So they're yeah. like, we're trying to save paper, so we're just going to call you instead. Because I used to wake up early and, and get the letters and throw them in the bin. So I'd read them, make sure the I didn't school do letters. it. Yeah, make sure I didn't do it again the next week. Um, and then, but they started like, well, I'd say snaking me, but they were doing their jobs. <laughs> they started calling my mum directly, so I couldn't really pick up the phone and pretend I was my mum. Yeah, I was pretty naughty back then. Uh, is there any competition between you and Mako? No. None uh, whatsoever? None. Um, unless we're probably playing video games. Right. He's unbelievable on whatever game there is. He loves it. Um, but for some reason, um, I play him and I always have an edge over him. I think he's more because I just talk rubbish and it gets to his head. Um, I'm always talking. I'm always like cheering and laughing and <laughs> and uh, making him know that I'm there. What's your favourite game? What do you play together? Uh, FIFA. Right. Um, I remember I played him re- recently. I haven't played for ages. Uh, beat him twice. And usually if I lose twice, I'd like to beat that person twice before I, I'm comfortable. And he beat me once and he left. And I was like, surely you give me one more game of redemption. He's like, nah, you're only as good as your last game. I was like, mate, Ooh. you're a different breed to me, mate. Wow. I'd stay up until I've beaten you as many times as I've just beaten him. How, how often do you play? With my brother? Yeah. Uh, what, not very often. Are you Xbox or PS? PS. PS. Not very often because he gets very intense. And right. I'm like, mate, it's a game. <laughs> Take it easy. Like, no, it's not. It's not a game. That's hilarious that you get really competitive off the rugby field. Yeah. I, I guess it gives you that kind of um, that competitive nature that you have on the rugby pitch, but off it. And for me, playing against him on FIFA is just too intense. Like, I'm just there for a good time. More from Billy Shawley, but first we've got a game of overrated, underrated with Marley Packer and teammate Poppy Cleal. Firstly, deep fried chicken. Underrated. Underrated. Oh, I was going to go say O-rated because I don't want to eat it. We're not allowed. When you go to a nice burger place and you've got deep fried chicken, it's it's okay. Overrated. I don't go, We're to, gonna disagree I don't go to fast food, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to disagree here. <laughs> Social media popping. Uh, I think it's underrated. I love a bit of Instagram. We know you do. <laughs> Recently, we can't get you off of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Uh, social media, media is underrated. I think it depends. Obviously, there's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and like Pinterest and stuff like this. And I'm definitely just about Instagram. The rest, I reckon, are overrated. Justin Bieber. Ooh. Overrated. Like, I do love him, but I think he's overrated for what he is. Yeah, overrated too. Agree on one. Agree on one. What about New Year's Eve? Now we've had a couple. Yeah, we have. Um, I would say it's a bit a tad too overrated. I think it's overrated. Like it's hit or miss, isn't it? But I think when you've got it's who uh, you're with. Yeah, we live together, so she's my landlord, and now we've the had boss. two New Years together. And I think the first one was probably memorable. Yeah, we had a lot of fireworks yeah, off we- of my garage. We charge your neighbours to come watch me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was um, pretty good. You yeah, got, that was a good one, wasn't it? And you got some helium balloons. In. Yeah, you got a hot tub as well. Yeah. it into the hot tub. And finally, it's got to finish on chocolate. A chocolate fountain. Overall underrated, Poppy. Oh, it depends where you are because if it's really nice chocolate, it's absolutely underrated because you can just stick anything in a chocolate fountain and it just makes it incredible. However, if it's not good chocolate, then it's totally overrated and you wouldn't want to even. Yeah, stick your I'm in uh, it. overrated. I don't. 
Not at all? Yeah, not really. I see how much chocolate you eat. You yeah, sure? I know. I, I, I'm a dairy milk girl and I like it in chunks. Soz. <laughs> Hi, this is Mario Tojo and you're listening to the England Rugby Podcast with O2 Inside Line. Back now to the second part of my chat with Binny Fulapola. When you get to go home, because uh, we were... We've got family in New Zealand and we caught a flight to Los Angeles for like a three-night stopover. And Mako was on the same plane. Yeah, we yeah, actually yeah. lay next to each other. Yeah. And he was great with the family, great with Tess. How often do you get to go back home? And what's the first thing you do when you've done all the, the meet and greet with the family? You get home, what's the first thing you do? Uh, we go back every summer now. Um, you know, uh, We try and send as many people back home. Um, but me and my brother try and go every, well, I go every summer. Mm. Um, and when we get home, it's usually... Everyone do you, do you t- mean every summer here or every summer there? No, here. So when here, we get a break right. here... Okay. Uh, we'll, Which is winter there. Yeah. Right. But it's still nice, yeah. you know? Um, so we get home and usually what happens is everyone turns up to the airport, whoever's back home. So everyone turns up and it's, it's, a, it's amazing because you feel special, makes you feel special. Are you guys hometown heroes? Uh... Yeah, but my grandma doesn't like to 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 tell everyone that we're there, you right? Know? Um, so when we get home, that happens, and when we get to grandma's house, we usually have a massive feed. Like it's always a massive feed, um, and prayers and and things like that. And it's always nice to see my grandma happy. We'll go to a market, and she'd be like, "Oh, get that, get that, get that." Oh, all right, okay, all right. But I go there once a year, so you know, I just try it's and nice spoil treat it. That yeah, everyone in here. What what's your what's the favorite dish that your grandma makes? Uh, she she just loves suckling pigs. Really, like, that's our thing. Like when whenever we go home, without fail, on average we we'll eat three when we're back home, whether we're there for four days or wow. three weeks. Wow, she just gets excited, and I guess I get. How, that how does she cook that? She doesn't cook it. Well, how is it prepared? Spit uh, Yeah, outside in the back garden. No, we're talking, <laughs> and and with the crackling and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Love that. What, what accompaniments come with suckling pig? You make your own, really. Right? Yeah. Is it with, like, rice and just... No, no, yam. Yam. Cassava, um, plantain, um, everything. Um, which is probably why we're not very skinny back home, because they think starchy carbs is good <laughs> was, for you. I was brought up in the wrong place. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Were you always a big guy? Fat, like... And I blame my granddad for that, actually. Because <laughs> right. I remember that him dropped me off to school with a steak and kidney pie for lunch and I was like four years old. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Oh, well, yeah, there is when you have it every day and you, and you first weigh in at 15, you're 137 kilos. Good grief. What age did you start playing rugby or did you find an interest in rugby? Because even now, as a professional, you're still very laid back about the fact that you are a professional rugby player. I am because... Um, are you naturally good at it? I wasn't, no. My first ever uh, game of, of rugby, I, I was rubbish. But to be fair, it was touch rugby. And I didn't really understand the rules. And these kids were just running in circles around me. Um, and this is where my brother comes in a lot. Because, oh, if he can do it, I'm sure I can. And then I just followed him. And it's literally been like that for the whole of our upbringing. Um, with England under 18s, he did it first. And I'm like, if he can do it, I can do it. So I've tried my best. Were you, were you always uh, pretty much on the same team? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you, imagine? can you imagine being the opposition? It's always been fun. Who are we up against around. today? Oh, it's them two lads, the, the funny Paulers. <laughs> what? Nah, I forgot my kit. I'm not playing, sir. No, it wasn't always like that because we used to be the, the the fat kids that used to walk around all the time. So dad was so embarrassed that he used to make us run all the time. It's pretty tough for a while. Mm. You know, trying to lose all that weight. 
Um, I guess we're a bit handicapped with our eating. Terrible, you know, like we train hard, eat, eat hard, yeah. harder. <laughs> so um, I think we learned a massive lesson in terms of our diet. Hi, I'm Tamara Taylor and this is my rugby journey. My first rugby memory is of watching um, the World Cup on TV. I didn't really know what rugby was. I hadn't come from a massive rugby family. I was inspired to play by my brother, so I was the annoying little sister that stood on the sideline shouting and screaming for him to tackle. I think the main call that everybody shouted was legs whenever anyone came near you and you were supposed to tackle him. Um, so I wanted to do everything that he was doing and rugby was one of his major sports. So I first got the England call up. I went to university in Newcastle and I'd lent my phone handset um, to one of my friends who'd broken her phone. And I'd gone off to university and um, I came back and she was like, oh, there's a, somebody called you called Jeff Richards and he's left a message, something about rugby. So I literally had to pick up my old phone. I'd changed my number and everything by this point and rang him back. And it was him to tell me that they wanted me to be in the EPS that year so it was probably in 2001 but if I'd got rid of my mobile phone I hadn't given it to my friend I wouldn't have got that call and I probably would have had a letter or a carrier pigeon would have had to have sent me the message because it was so long ago um, but I remember thinking when I look back on it that that was really lucky that I hadn't got rid of that phone. The biggest challenge I've had in a rugby shirt so far has probably been when I injured my knee quite badly in 2008 and it took me almost a year to get back. It was quite a big injury, it was quite a long rehab. It was one of those ones where you constantly think, am I gonna be okay? But I was, and that probably takes me to my favorite memory in an England shirt personally is in 2009 where we beat New Zealand in England at Twickenham and it was my first proper international back from my knee um, and I came on at half time and we beat them for the first time I'd never beaten them before and I think there's a picture of me holding Katie McLean in my arms like a baby and we were just spinning around in a circle shouting that we'd won I think yeah it was probably personally one of the best feelings ever. If I was to summarise my career in three words they would be 100 not out. Thanks Tamara. Now remember to subscribe to the England Rugby Podcast through Acast or iTunes for all previous episodes, which include interviews with James Haskell, Jack Knoll, Sam Underhill and many, many more. But now for the final part of my chat with England's Billy Vunapola. Is there anyone that you've met in your rugby journey that's uh, on a par or similar to yourself in that you just love eating, love relaxing, very laid back, very chilled? Like Corley Laws is quite chilled, isn't he? Yeah, he's very relaxed. Yeah. Um, he hates eating though, because he's the opposite to me. Um, he has to put on weight. Right. Um, With you. And, and when you have to put on weight, you have to eat. You eat for a chore yeah. instead of for joy. Yeah. But to be fair, he, he loves his own cooking, he told me. Right. Um, I've, I've never had his cooking, but... And he loves his, um, like, sweet stuff. <laughs> his biscuits and stuff. But right. in terms of eating lots of protein and all the healthy healthy stuff, he's... Um, I guess it can get boring when you've always been told to, to put on weight. To put on a bit of timber. Yeah. Who's the most fun... Uh, rugby player that you've ever come across either in high school school professional level or international who do you always look forward to seeing I'd probably say Scholar Brits right Scott Brits uh, if, you, if you've ever come across him I don't think I've ever seen anyone have a smile on his face the whole time and every time he comes in it's, it's, it's always a smile to greet with a smile and even if we've lost or won I think I've learned a lot, lot off him mm. Even if we've lost or we've won, he's always smiling and he appreciates, 
you know, just playing rugby. Yeah. Um, and I think I've learned a massive, massive lesson off him because he's awesome. He is awesome. He's awesome at rugby, but he also just loves life. Yeah. Um, and he's well, he's a handsome guy. chap as well, isn't he? <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like a, he's like a stud. That's what he is. <laughs> I know, and, and I, I guess his smile just adds to it. Yeah. He's has like one of the best smiles I've, I've ever seen. Is he good for advice? Uh, who, yeah. who is good for advice? I don't really know. I don't really talk to anyone. About What's advice. Eddie like for advice? Oh, he's, he's like my parents, oh. just straight up and down. Really? Yeah. But it's good. I enjoy it that way because I've, I've been brought up that way. Yeah. You know? Well, it's kind of common thread in, it in everything that we've done together, Billy. It's, um, I, it's, it's always something I'm battling with. I'll always battle with it, but I enjoy eating, so... Oh, fair enough. Yeah. That's that, that, what else could you say, though? If you enjoy it, you might as well do it. You have to. like, And that's why like, I do fitness is probably so I can eat what I want to eat. Right. Yeah, so I'm scared of... <laughs> What's going to happen when I retire? So I'll tell you what's going to happen to retire. But we can't use the language on, the, on this podcast. Uh, what, how, how, what kind of music do you like? Um, I like reggae. Right. I like. Um, Have you been to uh, the Caribbean? No, I've never been. You've never been, no. and you like reggae. Yeah. That's a travesty. Yeah. Can you not fly instead of going east? Can you not go west? Go Caribbean? I don't like traveling. Oh, I was really? just going to say that. Yeah, I don't. I don't like traveling. I'd, I'd only travel somewhere if my family was there. Right. So if someone was in Hawaii, I'd go and visit them, maybe go to the beach and be like, yeah, I went to that beach in Hawaii. Right. But I'd never, like, look for a place and be like, oh, I really want to go there because of this. So if there's one summer where your family has said, look, don't come this summer, try and come at Christmas, we'll have a big family yeah. Christmas, what would you do in, in summer if there were no internationals, if you weren't um, playing? Probably, like, did this summer just follow the boys around? Right. Yeah, went to, to Marbella with one of the boys because he was going and then jumped on a stag do that I wasn't even, even invited to, to to Vegas, which was good fun. <laughs> Start again. It was Jackson Ray stag do. Right. I wasn't invited. Um, well, I, I guess I was. He mentioned it to me, but I think it was in passing. <laughs> and I just kind of was like, mate, I'm going to come. Is that right? And then he was like, yeah, that's fine. Perfect. Jumped on his stag do, um, went to his wedding, had an awesome time. So when, when uh, the rugby gods say, do you know what, Billy, thank you very much. You've been an awesome ambassador for the game. It's time to hang up the boots. What are you going to do? What do you, what, have you got any plans? Have you thought about it? I'd like to go back to Tonga and help. Um, we've still got kids sharing boots throughout games. You know, they have a game and then one player will wear the same boots um, in the first game. But it's not their boots. It's someone else's boots, but right. they're just sharing it um, and things like that. Um, you know, and... Something that I would really, really like to do is go back to Tonga and, and help kids understand cultural differences so that when they come to England, say, um, for example, you know, they know that when people shake your hand, it's a firm handshake here, not a, I call it the wet lettuce. Like, people, I hate actually shaking someone's hand and it's like, mm, I know limpy exactly. And it's yeah. like, I never knew that until I came here, you know, and Trevor Woodman told me that lesson. Um, so even little things like that. Is there a, is there a, a Billy Mako foundation in Tonga? There isn't, no, but there might as well be because every time I go back, I never come back with any of my clothes or boots or anything. Um, and whenever my dad comes and goes home, he takes all my kit, so... <laughs> And there we are, the wonderful Billy Vunapola. That's all for this week's England's Rugby Podcast with O2 Inside Line. Many thanks to Poppy Cleal, Marley Packer, Tamara Taylor, and of course, the mighty Billy Vunapola. Make sure you subscribe to us and do check out the official England Rugby social channels on Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram and Snapchat for more from the England rugby team. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Ta-ra!